have an idea in your mind of something you want, and you deserve to get it. So how do you get there? Well, welcome to The Idea Space, a podcast devoted to helping you overcome frustration and make what you want a reality. I'm your host, Jen Liddy, high school teacher turned entrepreneur. Now I'm a business development coach. It's my mission to help women bring their ideas to life and get what they want without feeling guilty, selfish, overwhelmed, or lost. Every week, I share topics, tools, and strategies to help you move toward that thing you want. Create time and energy to do the things you love, get clarity on what you really want and how to get there, and most importantly, stop feeling alone with your challenges. Whether you've wanted to create a better business, job, relationship, hobby, or self, I know there's something more that you want, and it's time you were able to get it with confidence and clarity. Ready to have it? Let's go. Hey, welcome back to the Idea Space Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Liddy. Now, this month, November 2019, I'm talking about three foundational things that I teach to my clients to help them grow their business in a way that's really purposeful and intentional and a lot easier than just kind of circling around and around and around. Last week, I talked about step one, which is the clarity step, meaning who exactly do you help? Because when you understand exactly who that person is and stop trying to reach all the people, your life and business gets so much easier. And I ended it by saying there's one mistake that a lot of people make when they're trying to get clear on who they help. And that is that they assume they already know everything about their ideal client because they usually resemble their ideal client. And that's a mistake that we made in our first business. We just kept making so many assumptions. So today I'm going to break down how to stop doing that, why to stop doing that, and talk about how can it make your entire business and life easier if you will just take step two. So step two is called the understanding step. And I want to begin by saying to you, the only reason that anybody hires anybody else. The only reason we buy something is the promise that it will either create pleasure for us or it will solve a pain for us. And when you understand deeply what your client's desired transformation is or the pleasure that they're looking for or the pain that they're trying to overcome, when you understand that very deeply, then your whole business becomes a lot easier. So I want you to remember that people come to you for something. And that might be like superficial, right? So if I'm selling high-end facial skincare, the reason people might come to me is that they want to look younger, they want to look healthier, they want their skin to be clear. But my question is, what's underneath that want? Usually it's something that people are not walking around admitting. So I'm going to take this to kind of a dark place for a moment, but I think you're going to, it's going to make the point much more clearly. So I ask my clients a lot of times, what keeps your clients up at night? And if I have a client, I do have several clients who work in this, the aesthetics injury industry, and they'll say stuff like, oh, you know, my business is so fluffy. It's just like a luxury business. People don't really need it. And I will argue with them and say, that is actually not true. There's a reason people want what you have. What's keeping your clients up at night? And they have a really hard time answering this question. What will improve your customer's life? Well, they really can't answer that question because they're like, well, they'll just look better. And I'm like, well, what happens when a woman believes that she looks better? And when we start to understand that there's something underneath the surface reason why our people come to us, then everything gets easier. So what keeps clients up at night? 
Well, maybe if you're selling high-end skincare or you are an esthetician, maybe what's keeping your clients up at night is they uh, work in an industry where their looks are very important. And if their looks kind of go, maybe they have a deep worry that their livelihood will go, that they won't be valuable in their jobs anymore. Or consider the woman who's aging and maybe the zest has gone out of her relationship and she feels like her husband isn't really attracted to her anymore. She's probably got a big story that if she could just look a little younger, a little more attractive, that maybe she could get her relationship back to the place that it used to be and maybe she could feel a lot more satisfied in the relationship uh, than she is right now. So there is something underneath what your clients say they want and it's your job to know what it is because nobody's walking around out there saying, man, I just wish my husband would find me more attractive. Like that's, that's not something people are generally walking around saying. Maybe they're saying it to themselves, maybe to a best friend, but they're definitely not generally admitting this in public. So your job in step two is to understand what keeps your clients up at night. And there's a couple of questions I have for you. Do you know what will improve your customer's life? So I know that what's going to improve my customer's life is if they can just finally take some action on a dream that they've had and make some money doing it while having the life that they've been dreaming of, right? Like that's what will improve my customer's lives. My clients come to me saying like, I'm sick of people kind of rolling their eyes at me. I'm tired of my husband kind of patting me on the head going, that's a cute little business you have, honey. And that's not something, again, that people are walking around saying. But I have learned that that's at the real pain, that's the real pain point for my clients. So what would improve my clients' lives? To be able to take action, to prove to other people that their business is a, it can be real, that their idea can be brought to life, and that they can make money doing it without giving up their entire life, right? So what's at the heart of the problem that you solve for? And if you're making assumptions about this, you're really doing not only yourself and your business a disservice, you're doing your clients a disservice because you're not going to be able to attract people to you. And it's going to feel really yucky to try to sell anything unless you know how base level you, the, the problem you're solving for is. So the way that I put it to my clients is I want you to understand the problem so profoundly that you can say it to them better than they can say it to them. So what happens when I start to talk about women growing a business is like, I'll, I'll be talking about, oh, you know, have you ever considered this or had this issue or is this something you struggle with? Or I'll tell a story and their heads are bobbing so vehemently that like their, their head's going to hop off of their, their shoulders. So I want you to know this about your clients. Now, this is some hard questions here. What assumptions are you currently making about your clients? An assumption that I was making about my clients is that they were using the word stressed out. And frankly, that's just not a word that my clients tend to use. They'll use frazzled or scattered or overwhelmed, but they won't say that they're really stressed out. That's a more masculine word for my clientele. And then, okay, if you're making assumptions, how do you get your clients to clear that up for you? This is not that hard. What you need to do is ask them. And this right here, how you get your clients to clear it up for you, ask them is the thing that everybody groans when I ask them to do it in my, in my coaching. So this is called target market research. And we've been very conditioned to think that we're bothering people or that it has to be expensive to do target market research, but it's not. If you talk to people and start to ask them exactly how they describe their pain, they're going to tell you. And the stuff that you're going to get, I want to unpack this for you. 
the stuff that you're going to get from people telling you all about their problem is like the exact wording and phrasing that they use and they use it in a different way than you do. And if you talk to like 10 people, you're probably going to start to see some patterns. So imagine if you had the exact marketing verbiage to attract somebody to work with you. That's gold. So when you talk to people in target market research interviews, you're not only going to find out like what words they use to describe their pain. They're going to give you examples. They're going to tell you what they wish they had. They're going to tell you exactly how they want to solve the problem. The thing about target market research interviews is they are gold for every aspect of your business because imagine if you knew exactly what kind of offer your specific type of person needed. Maybe you're going to find out that your people need a membership site or your people need a product or your people need one-on-one services or your people need a small group. When I did my target market research the first time when I was starting my coaching business, what I found was that women really craved community. They were feeling really isolated in building their businesses. That was why the very first thing I created was a mastermind. We, I took people through five months of content and coaching and they learned to support each other and they learned everything they needed to learn to start a business. It's also why I started my idea space program because like people don't just need one-on-one. They need to know that they're not the only ones out there suffering. And so that's what my clients wanted. So it helped me create the offer and imagine knowing exactly what offer to put out there for your people. Now, many entrepreneurs will make the mistake of doing it the opposite way. They're like, I want to create a course. So they create a course, but they haven't done any validation that the course is needed in the world. A lot of entrepreneurs will fall in love with their idea and kind of shove it out there and be shocked when it's not flying off the shelves. So target market research is the way to understand not only who your target market is, because you're going to talk to a lot of people and you're going to be like, oh, I don't want to work with that kind of person. And you're going to find out what their problems are and you're going to understand what kind of help they need. But also it gives you marketing verbiage like the exact words and phrases that you could use for blog topics, podcast topics, website fodder, social media content. It also tells you like, oh, these are the people, this is what people are interested in, this is what I can offer, and this is the price point that they are probably at. Additionally, when you talk to people and you sit down and you just listen to what they are looking for and what they're suffering with, you become a trusted person. Um, And you have to be careful not to solve the problem in the interview, but you really must listen. And then those people become raving fans of yours. Then they become, you become trusted, you become very known, and they they potentially could become your first clients. So if you want to understand how to grow your business with ease, you must understand your clients on a very, very deep level. Now, There's lots of ways to do target market research. And some people will tell you that, you know, email surveys are okay. And some people will mention, you know, you can just do a survey monkey thing or put a post in a Facebook group. But I promise you, if you do voice on voice action, you are going to have so much more quality content. You know, it's that interaction with somebody that really creates the trust factor. So if you can get on the phone with them or a Zoom call or even have coffee with them. And you're probably thinking right now, holy shit, this is a huge investment of time. And it is. But I will tell you when I do my target market research and I stop assuming what my clients need or my audience needs and I start finding out directly from them, 
I, it, it, it makes everything so much easier in my business. Every time I want to raise prices, do a new program, pivot in my business, I always go back to my target market research interviews because I take copious notes. And like, actually, I recently went back to my notes that I took back in uh, 2016 and they were all really relevant. They were super helpful for me. So I keep them and I continue to do them. They are a staple in growing my business. And if you're not doing them, you are missing out on a huge opportunity. Now, the other thing you might be wondering, especially if you're an introvert, is how long is this going to take? How much energy is this going to take? And I promise you, it is worth your time. It will take time. It will take energy. So how much time and energy is up to you? I ask my clients to do a significant number of these interviews, and they find them so useful. It's just so helpful to have the words and phrasing and problems laid out there outside of your own head. If you can do anything for your business, it's get outside of your own head. So if you're an extrovert, if you're an introvert, if you're somewhere in the middle, it doesn't matter. You have to make the time and energy to get these done because they change your business. And let me give you an example. Last summer, summer of 2019, in like May, I was like, oh, I really want to do an accountability program, like a 20-minute check-in with people. It was a lower price point than private coaching. And I had cre I created a ton of stuff. I created a landing page. I created an email sequence. I created the pricing. Like I did all the marketing work, but you know what I did not do? I did not do target market research. And I sent this to my list and I put it out on social media and it was a big old goose egg. Nobody was interested. So I wasted a lot of time creating a whole bunch of stuff that the world just didn't want. And if you notice how neutrally I'm telling you this story, it is neutral because it doesn't mean I sucked and it doesn't mean my idea sucked. It just meant it wasn't what the world needed. So if you're thinking, oh no, I don't want to do target market research because I might find out that people don't want what I have, I'm telling you it's an absolute gift to know that people don't want exactly this, but they need that because then you create that and then you start making money. If you don't know how to do target market research, that's not a problem. I've actually created a great freebie for you. If you go to www.jenliddy.com forward slash interview, you're going to get the exact questions I ask my clients, and they're completely usable for anybody. You can change them as you need. So if you already think you know who your target market is, and you know that you have an offer, or you're struggling with marketing, or you're struggling with sales, struggling with pricing, go talk to people and get that freebie because it will help you immensely. It changed my life when I really knew exactly how to execute these interviews. If you found this helpful, please share it with a woman who needs to know all about how to make her business and life easier. And I really appreciate you staying for the whole thing. Next week, I come back with my third thing that I make my clients do, which, um, you know, I get some resistance to, but it changes their life. So it's the third foundational step in growing your business. And I hope to see you next week. Bye. Thanks for joining me today. You can access more free tools and video trainings at www.jenliddy.com slash free sources. That's F-R-E-E sources. If you found this podcast helpful, I'd be so grateful if you subscribed and gave a review. And if you have a friend who'd benefit from today's topic, tool, or strategy, please share the Idea Space podcast with her. 
That way, together, we can help more women achieve their dreams and take action on their ideas. Isn't it time we all were able to get what we want? Join me next week, and remember, right now, all you need to do to make your idea a reality is take the very next step you know how to. Bye! This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.